This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 219, Superhero Smackdown. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Wonder Woman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. My name is Ben, Ben Avery, and I am a podcaster who podcasts about this kind of stuff, superheroes and Smackdowns. I also podcast about other things, but not tonight, because tonight that's our topic, Superhero Smackdown. And I'm here with two other Super Smackdown types. It's me. Evan, I'm a water type. And me, Steve, I'm a... What kind of types are there to choose? I don't know. Uh, Use your imagination. A, a brick type. I don't know what. what is that a that thing? Works. I don't... That works. Yeah, yeah, you're earth. Evan's water. Oh. I'm wind and fire. What kind of earth? I'm and now we're going to fight also. each other. Yes. Boom. So one of the things we've talked about this a little bit before in the past, but one of the things that happens in comic books and superhero movies is when heroes meet each other, what do they do? They fight each other. They fight. They fight. And then they realize, oh, it was all a misunderstanding. And then they stop fighting and go up against the bad guy who was the real problem all along. Unless it's Contest of the Champions. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Contest of Champions, yeah. Contest yeah. of Champions, yeah. Where, which was one of the first big uh, SmackDown miniseries kind of things, and it had all of the heroes fighting each other because they were on like a chessboard kind of situation with, I think it was Death versus I can't remember who the the Master Planner, not the Master like Planner. I, I don't the remember Grand who Master? it was. It's been a long, long time since I've read it. And then you had Secret Wars, where the Beyonder brings all the heroes and villains or most of them, to the beyond where he makes them fight each other. And for various reasons, heroes fighting each other has been a staple of comic books and comic book movies and superhero shows and all that kind of thing. And so that's what we're going to talk about right now, tonight. We're going to get ready. We're going to rumble. And Evan, you've got a list of superheroes? I do. It's just heroes. Okay. Or, or good guys, anyway. I've got some. Uh, I've got a list, and it's Marvel, DC, and uh, a couple of curveballs. But okay. I think you guys can handle it. All right. Um, so here's the rules. Evan is going to assign a character to himself, 
to myself and to Steve self. And after he does so, each one of us has to figure out a way that our character would win. And then when we're done talking through that, just getting through the creativity of it, we'll also possibly have a little bit of a smackdown among ourselves as we decide who actually would win. So that's the rule. Steve, you understand? Yes. Evan, you understand? I do. And I hope I understand because I just explained it. And if I don't understand, then <laughs> there's there's issues in my mind. But uh, <laughs> Evan, I'm going to turn this over to you, man. OK, so I've got the list here and hopefully uh, I've, I think I've picked heroes that we should all be familiar with. So hopefully no matter who gets assigned what, uh, we should be able to give a good answer and a good argument for why our hero would win. So let's jump in here. Is this random? Um, Is this completely random? Yes, yes. I have completely right. randomized it. So I've got my big list. I put it in the randomizer and. Uh, whatever the first result is, will always go to Ben. The second result will always go to Steve, and the third result will always go to me. All right, let's so, do it. Here we go, Ben. Round one, Bing. For round one, Ben, your hero that you're representing is Blue Beetle Ted Cord. Okay, that's first Blue Beetle, right? Yes, that's or, old school. No, that, no, that's the second that's Blue Beetle. There's second three Blue Beetle. See Blue Beetle. There's there's three of them. One's like Batman. And that's the one you've got. All right. Well, one's like give your assignment to Steve and yourself while I look up Ted Cord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, number two is the Adam for Steve. Ooh, which Adam? Uh, I don't know. I, see, here's what I did because there, <laughs> because there's lots of there's lots of Batman's yeah. there's lots of Bat characters. So I tried to pick um, there's lots of flashes. Lots of speedsters. So I tried to pick just the the hero that would represent that group. Uh, take take original Adam, not original. Uh, the well, at least the classic DC Adam, Ray Palmer. That's the okay. one. Okay, that's the one. And then I've got Tim Drake Robin, and he differs enough from uh, Dick Grayson that I made him his own thing. Mm -hmm. So I will. Uh, I, I've got him. It has nothing at all to you with you just really liking these characters it really didn't it just uh -huh. came up uh -huh. it just came up man so uh let's start with you good sir no <laughs> <laughs> there it is i'm looking for his powers okay all right well i will go first then if uh because since i i've got i've got a plan here so tim drake okay the reason he became robin in all the other and all the other uh things uh Batman kind of takes a person under their wing, but Tim Drake actually did detective work by himself and figured out that Batman was Bruce Wayne. So what he would do in this situation is he would figure out Blue Beetle and the Adam's secret identity, and then he would simply blackmail them into throwing the fight. He would blackmail them. Yes, for the greater good. So you don't think the Adam or Blue Beetle would would contest that at all? This kid is trained by Batman. If they take him yeah, down, yeah, the files yeah. are automatically released online. Do you think that would matter in a fight that you want to win? I mean, wh what's the stakes here? If if our if our hero doesn't win, then what? Well, no, we're just figuring out what are how would our character win? It doesn't have to be the the most you know realistic of situations. That's just how. He thinks he would win. It is. You now have to decide <laughs> how Adam is going to defeat both Blue Beetle and 
And uh, who did you have? Uh, Tim Drake. Tim Drake Robin. Yeah. So Steve, what do you got, so, Steve? So I would, I would, uh, I'm, the, I'm the Adam, and what I would do is I would uh, deatomize myself until I'm so small that I can uh, slip through the surly bands of time. Uh, <laughs> Go back in time before Robin was able to uh, find all that information and uh, <laughs> nice. e- easily take him out. But how? Okay. He, how is he Can taking he him out? That? How? To, with, with my atomic powers. With uh, I mean, I'm the atom. He doesn't have atomic he gonna... powers. He shrinks. Yeah, I know. And to an atom size. So he can. What's, what's Robin going to do to a, someone who's 200 pounds at the size of an atom? Or however, how 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 much does he weigh? It doesn't know. matter. It, it, however much he weighs, you know, it, it doesn't. It, it'll be hitting him like a like a ton of bricks, and he can't see it coming. No, and maybe I go back in time and uh, and uh, make sure his parents don't get introduced to each other. <laughs> wow, I, I don't remember Adam being able to just time travel like that. But okay, well if he. Shrinks shrinks down, you know, small enough, then he can shrink through. I'm just saying, I don't remember ever seeing any any stories where he did that. Ever. Oh, yeah, ever. neither do I. Not a big Adam ever. fan, I gotta admit. So, um, you know, I just I that's I I just imagine that that would be a thing. Is that not a thing? Let me. You know what? Let me look it up. Hold it's, on. Okay. It's possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how how uh, my guy would win because uh, he has no powers. <laughs> he is just super smart and a science guy, and he knows martial arts. So I think this is really boring. He's got gadgets. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he's got gadgets. No, I'm not saying the character's boring. I haven't read too many stories about him. I I think that the way he is going to win is he's going to attack Adam before Adam can shrink and just knock him out. And and then he's going to fight and defeat Tim Drake because he is really, really smart and knows martial arts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How boring <laughs> can you get? Not much more boring than that. Sneak attack and then fight. But yeah. That's how he wins. So how do you think okay. they how do you think this would go down in real life? Not real life. I think you know in I mean? real life. I th- well, yeah, I think if it was a real published comic book fight, I'm pretty sure Adam would just win. I'm, I think so, too. I think so, too. I think he would shrink down, be able to do his... Uh, I, I don't know if he would shrink down to Adam size, but he would shrink down to, like, that six-inch size, and, and yeah, I, I think well, he is, would defeat them all. This, this is just by Wikipedia, okay? It says, the Adam is one of the few heroes in the DC universe that has 100% control over his body on the molecular level wow so if he has 100 percent control over his body on the molecular level then he can control his body through time sure we're gonna go ahead and say <laughs> yep sure okay. steve Wikipedia. although uh. again it's not as exciting as that but you know i think ev and i both both say that adam would win just by Shrinking down and using his strength and yeah. yes, but yes. Okay, all right. Round one two. Point, one Let, point for me. 
let's try and get more. Well, no, we're not. No, no, that's not the point. Or is it, Ben? One point for Steve. I'm marking it down. That is the point. No, it's not the point. It's exactly the point. One you point. got a point from, from our... Okay, never mind. Actually, I should get two points because you guys both gave me the point. No, the whole point uh. was we were coming up with how our character could win because we weren't going to be like keeping track of all of eh, just go ahead. Very I don't true. care. Just Very you true. want to keep track, keep track. I That's the point. Let's continue. Okay. So for round two, we've got Ben. You will be representing Starfire from the Teen Titans. Okay. Steve, you've got Susan Storm. <laughs> and Evan, you have Ant Man. I'm going yep. with uh, I'm Two going Storm with Hank Pym. Two Storm wins. Yep. Well, but how? Yes, Steve? that's <laughs> it's true. In your you're supposed so to just tell us how. You both force bubbles until you pass out. It's a good good plan. Comic book accurate. All right. And then going through time. <laughs> uh, well, if she had her husband with her, maybe. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for Ant Man. Yeah, I could shrink down and do the inner ear thing where he just goes in and messes up your equilibrium and you both pass out from uh, vertigo. We'll do that. It's not very original, but... No, it's it's actually the example I used off air <laughs> yeah. when, when we were talking <laughs> about what would this look like. It was <laughs> either that or something. Child, it's, but not very original. it's exactly what I said, but, <laughs> it, but was, it works, man. It works. It does. It was either that or use ants somehow, and I don't want to use the ants. I want to use the shrink powers. So there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. And boy, I wish I could get less boring, but. Uh, I don't know much about Starfire other than she can like shoot energy and fly. And she's super strong. And she's super strong. And beautiful. Okay. So you can use your beauty against us. No, she's just going to use energy bolts and, and <laughs> from from afar. You know, she's going to be up high and, uh, and, and shoot you with energy bolts. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. Sue, Sue Storm's... Uh, ability to cast bubbles is it outstrips starfire's uh, distance weapon so um she could get her in a in a bubble before starfire could uh be able to effectively okay. shoot at her so here's here's what i think you're missing steve we're like doing these three different fights in three different universes right and so one universe the one that you are over in your character wins, wins. And then yes. in my universe, so my character wins. See, and then in Evan's universe, his character wins. And then we'll talk about what we think in the comic book universe, right? And and I don't know. I I think I'm probably with you on on that Stu Storm winning. I I do too. I think Starfire would be a close runner up. I think she's strong enough to break out of Sue's stuff, but if Sue's invisible, Starfire's not going to find her, and she can. Like you said, she can like make an invisible bubble in your brain and make you pass out. So, yeah. and from what I understand about Starfire, is she's fairly like new to this whole superhero game. Like even as an experienced person, uh, Sue Storm would be more experienced and have more more control over how to do what she's doing. And 
and in yeah, some, but I, I wouldn't put it past Starfire. I mean, she's been around since the late seventies. So. Yeah, in some stories, she's she's quite experienced, but she's still like headstrong and use and only relies on her emotions pretty much. Yeah. So the the only ones I, I've seen of her, she seemed pretty immature. Okay, the, the so that I, that's all I can go on is is what I know. So yeah, I think that's sort of a character trait they play up. Okay. Yeah. All right, round three. Round three. Here Are we you go. ready? Yep. Ben, you've got Hawkman. Okay. Steve, you have Storm. <laughs> and Evan, you have Beast Boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can, going I, first? can I just go first? Because it's sure. <laughs> go ahead, Hawkman. <laughs> so here's how Hawkman would win. Uh, he would catch them off guard. <laughs> and and it hit them While sleeping when they're not looking. <laughs> so I basically three for three, where it's they're just gonna just gonna attack them and win. And Ben, so far most boring. I'm winning with three boring points. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you actually have the most boring points. So yep, you know yep. you got you got that going for yep. you. Yep. Okay. So now whoever wants to go can go. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, he hits them see. with a softer version of his mace because he's nice and doesn't want to kill them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. All right. So you guys had you had Storm and Hawkman. I've got Beast Boy. So Hawkman's got super strength. Storm would be easy to take out. I think. What Storm, I would. Storm. Wait a minute. Back. back whoa, whoa, whoa. Right up. Steve, Storm. not your turn yet. Not your turn it's yet, my Steve. Turn. My turn. Not so, your turn yet. He, he I, has to back it up. No, no, no. What I what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna turn into a mosquito, land on Storm's shoulder, and then turn into an elephant. That work. So anyway, after that, I'm gonna turn into a T Rex, and I'm gonna tail swipe Hawkman and step on his wings. So okay, yeah. So Storm is going to wait until you guys get anywhere close, and then she's going to create the world's worst storm. And destroy you. So it's Storm, guys. It's so, Storm. You know, Beast Boy, you know what's going to happen there, Steve? Is Beast Boy is going to turn into a toad. And you know what happens to a toad <laughs> when it gets struck by lightning? Explodes. No. Same thing as anything else. I misquoted that a little bit, but. Uh, is that from a movie? It's from the movie, the one that you had to uh. walk out on. Ah, the, the first X Men movie, yeah. Brian Singer. Yeah. Um, else. I I think if we were to now <laughs> say which one of the three we would w- would win, I got to give this one to Storm. <laughs> yeah, if Storm <laughs> couldn't do her win thing, Hawkman I think would take it. But uh, if he he's not going to be able to reach her if she does the wind, wind, yeah, lightning, it's, it's rain. I mean, she's going to be. Yeah. Doing some wind stuff. He, well, yeah, but if he can fly and he's got super strength and he's got the mace, which can conduct the lightning. Yeah. So, but, it can conduct lightning. Well, I, I don't know if it works like that, but it is. We're talking fly. about comic physics, sure. But yeah, yeah, Storm's, Storm's got this one. That's three for three, Evan, that you've given to Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how it would go. Um, was, like that was that round three or was that round four? That was round three. my favorite episode. <laughs> All right. Round four. Round Here we four. go. We've got Ben representing Batman Beyond. Okay. 
We've got Steve representing Captain Marvel from Marvel. Which Captain Marvel from Marvel? The the Carol Danvers. Uh, okay, Ms. Marvel. Not anymore. Well, she's not Ms. Marvel anymore. Now she's Captain Marvel. Oh. Um, there was a new Ms. Marvel, and she has a whole different power set. Used to me. Uh, and then I've got Agent Venom. Agent Venom. Agent yes. Venom is Flash Thompson after yes. being wounded in a war. Okay. And Lost his he is given the Venom uh, symbiote, and he has vague control over it from the comics now, that I was reading. Right. And now they've since evolved the story, and he went back to the symbiote planet, and they fixed his symbiote. And so now he's got complete control. Uh, okay. But it's it's the Venom symbiote. Yes. All right. So Flash Thompson. This is kind of a cool th- concept if you think about it. Flash mm-hmm. Thompson is Venom, but doing good guy stuff. Yes. And I like it even more because he lost his legs in the war, but when he has the symbiote on it, gives him his legs back. That's kind of neat. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But he basically has the Venom powers. And guns. And guns, yes. <laughs> and he does government government work, the, which, okay. which is why he's agent Venom. And who do I have again? You have Batman Beyond. Batman Terry Beyond. Gates. Okay. Yes. So I'll go first if you guys don't mind. Not at all. Okay. So what I would do, I would for Batman Beyond, I would try to get a hold of him, um, and because he's he can fly, and I cannot do that. So, but if I could get a hold of him, I would have my symbiote get inside his suit and mess up all the circuitry so it doesn't work anymore. And that would pretty much end his part in the battle. For Captain Marvel, I have no idea how he would win. <laughs> would uh, I think try p- punching as hard as he can. Would not would not work. Yeah, I don't know if that would work. So she can maybe... withstand the pressure of a 92-ton weight, although Hank Pym theorizes that this likely was not her limit. <laughs> well, well, how about I? How about I transfer the symbiote onto you, which invades your brain and makes you uh, quit. There we go. There well, we go. See, as, as soon as you do that, I would. I, it, it, right before you did that, I would use my sixth sense to make sure that that doesn't happen, and then discharge dis- discharge my explosive blasts of radiant energy. Well, that's your story. Yeah. Yes. That's how I would win. <laughs> okay. How would you be that man beyond Steve, though? Steve, you're rewriting our stories. That's the problem. <laughs> is you are like you're not saying, okay, that's a gr- that's a great, clever idea, and now here's my story. You're saying your story stinks, and I'm gonna rewrite it <laughs> the right way. It's not, it's, it's not that it stinks. I just want you guys to have a little bit of the reality. I mean, it's like, okay, here's the hurdle. How would you jump but over this it? is well, the point, Steve. It. The point is to have fun and talk <laughs> about how Ant-Man could beat Superman. Could I it happen? No fun. way. <laughs> Isn't this the point of it? Having fun? Uh, Sorry. Uh, go for <laughs> it. Sorry. All right. How was, how would Captain Marvel defeat uh, ours? Um, yeah. Agent Venom. And, and who do I have again? You had Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Oh, man. I I have some Uh, ideas about Batman Beyond, though. The aforementioned explosive blast of radiant energy. uh, 
also have the ability to absorb other forms of energy to further magnify my strength and energy projection up to the force of an exploding nuclear weapon. Thank you, Wikipedia. And, you know, the aforementioned 92-ton weight. So, you know, and the superhuman strength and durability and sixth sense, <clears throat> flying six times the speed of sound. All right, here's my story. That If your story <laughs> is just going to be list the powers and use them all, that sounds right. like mine. You're getting boring now. <laughs> you, you get the boring point for this round. Uh, and and mine is going to be slightly uh. less boring than my other answers have been. Because in this case, you know, for Batman Beyond to win, first of all, he has Bruce Wayne helping him out. So that's good. He's on he's on mic and, and he's listening to to uh, Batman Beyond or Batman original Batman to give him advice. And so he's going to use his gadgetry and powers to like. Um, I don't know, shock or create some sort of sonic uh, blast that's going to get the, the, the Venom symbiote. It's going to cause it to, to fall right away from Flash Thompson. And he's going to do something similar with, uh, with, with Captain Marvel. And, you know, she's got some sort of, I can't remember her weakness, but there's something going on, like something in her brain or something. But he just yeah. has to get in there before she can let loose with her energy blasts. He has to get in there with – he has one shot, one shot with whatever it's going to be. But he's going to make the shot because he wins in, in my universe. So he, he, he gets – he zaps her in the back of the head or something like that with some sort of scientific energy thing. Which okay. can control and absorb. <clears throat> anyway. As you yeah. rewrite my story again. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, so just, reality, I'm just giving you the reality of it so you can you can you know that's try that's, to overcome that's it. the whole point yeah. of the conversation after we go through our three stories yes afterwards at the end and yes captain marvel would win yep yep she would <laughs> this is um, my would. favorite episode dudes that is <laughs> four for four evan yep steve has four points and one boring point yep <laughs> Um, and I have three boring right. points. And Evan, you're just kind of stuck there with nothing. Sorry, man. I am. I am. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this is going to continue. So, oh no. What we've got, what we've got here is uh, round four. No, round five. It, round five, and Ben has Thor. Oh, okay. Steve has Static Shock. Okay. And I have J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Why? Come on. <laughs> No, what? give yourself the next one. JJJ. Oh, come on. I have a plan for how JJJ can win this. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Why don't you go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So what happens is J. Jonah Jameson gets the ear of everybody in the world with his newspaper, and he just ruins Static and Thor's reputations Thor exiles himself because <laughs> nobody wants him anymore. And Static, like, he just gets, you know, mobbed by people whenever he tries to go heroing, saying that they don't want him anymore. So, and so J. J. Jonah Jameson just smokes a cigar and puts his feet up on his desk and wins. And unleashes the fury of journalism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Okay, sure. 
that that's in that universe the printed word it has power yellow kid is superman (laughs) the pen is mightier than the hammer (laughs) well thor Ben, uh, how uh, how do you think you you might win? Well, Static Shock's powers are electrical powers, and Thor has control over some of the weather stuff, right? And so he just turns Static Shock's power back on to Static Shock, and and then gives him a nice little tap with his fist, a light tap though, because Static Shock he's just a kid, right? And then he yeah. gives Jameson a nice little tap with his fist in in Jameson's jaw. And, yeah, so I don't think I get a boring point here. All right, nope. I, I, I don't think I do, I, and I don't think you do either, Evan. There may not be a boring point for this round, but um, Steve, Static Shock, how does he win? Yeah, I'm reading his powers now, and I'm like, you know, I think I want to retire undefeated. So <laughs> you guys, you guys just decide what you guys want to do. I'm just going to retire uh, four for four. I think because you're getting a boring point too for that man. No, no, no. Yes, Wait, yes. okay. He's a human CD player. Even got surround sound. Let's see. Uh, he can drain sources of elect. He can drain sources of electricity. So he drains. Uh, the Thor. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, I can control electromagnetic phenomena. Now, okay, I could control that. I mean, J. Jonah Jameson is just a, a given, so I'm going against Thor now. Yeah, yeah. Um, electromagnetic. He's he's part of Earth's electromagnetic field, as well as capable of generating and storing his own. Boring, boring, boring. Um, uh, let's see. Commonly uses mag- magnetizing objects. Electrocuting. It's not going to work. Electrocuting opponents. Levitating objects. Uh, uh, oh, generating taser punches. No, that wouldn't work. Steve, would you like me to do this for you? Because uh, <laughs> I, I know what he would do. Well, what would he do? He would allow J. Jonah Jameson to run the smear campaign against Thor. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. But That's all of the machines that are running the smear campaign against Static Shock. So when they go to print the story about Static Shock, he just shuts them down, and they can't print them. There. There you go. Yeah. 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 Wow. See? Yeah. All right. So Thor so. exiles himself. Static Shock zaps J. Jonah Jameson, and he wins. Yeah. Okay. There we go. He, he wins the five. battle. Next one. And he wins the court of public opinion. But okay. if we were to take the three of them. I think I actually, if we're keeping points, which we are now, I get a point here. Yes. I don't think we should keep points. And I think Steve <laughs> gets think another boring sort of, point. It's just, yep, you know, not yep. points. No points, I don't think, is good. All right. So should we do score. round six? Round six. Here That's we go. for us, I guess. That's Brace all. Brace yourself. Right. So thank I'm you very braced. much for listening to the Strangers and Aliens. Then, next I'm week, braced. We will, uh, you have um, the Hulk. Okay. Um, Steve, you have Jim Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Willie Lumpkin. <laughs> only and, yeah, only slightly better. In some and way. I have Adam Strange. So my I'm gonna win here. So here this is this is easy for me. So what I do is 
I use my Zeta beam to Zeta the Hulk into space. He's done. And then I just Zeta Jim Gordon inside a jail cell. What's Zeta? What is he can that? teleport himself and other people with his Zeta tube technology. He also has a jetpack. It is a cool jetpack. So does, does he have to overcome them or hit them or something? Or? You know, I think with all of his gadgetry, um, I think I think he could just Zeta people. Maybe he has so, to put put a thing on them or shoot them with his Zeta gun. I don't know. But that's what I'm going with. Yeah. And see, over in my corner of the multiverse, Hulk it pretty much just punches everybody. And I'm <laughs> taking the boring point. <laughs> so, but he wins handily with his punches. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We still got Jim Gordon to deal with here. I'm taking All my right. boring point. And now we go over to Steve's multiverse place. How I'm does going- Jim Gordon, commissioner of police... Defeat the Hulk and a sci-fi action hero. Well, I'm looking on his his Wikipedia page, and I'm like, trying you have to, to look on Jim Gordon's Wikipedia page. Like, I'm there's no secret his... powers that are going to come out of there. That's the thing. I'm trying to find where his powers are. It's like it, they're not even listed. Um. Oh, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. <laughs> you guys thought you could get past me here? Hold he, on. Just he a has above average intelligence, doesn't he? And a killer mustache. It's uh, true. It's true. Let's see. Um, uh, he has he... the power to not notice that Batman and Bruce Wayne have the same jawline. Hey, he he took out the serial killer abattoir with a shotgun. Okay, so this guy might have a chance here. Let's see. I mean, it's abattoir. Abattoir, guys. Abattoir. <sighs> Hold on. Hold you, on. You got to make up the story. How does a regular guy like Jim Gordon take down the Hulk and Adam Strange? Yeah. No more Wikipedia, Steve. Go. Just give us the story, man. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, um, first of all, he uh, he's digging into their crime files, right? Adam Strange. I mean, obviously, Strange stuff going on there. So, he has some crime file uh, You're stalling, man. Come on. Uh, I'm not stalling. I'm just coming up with the idea here. Okay, so he digs into their past and their histories and all that stuff. And Hulk, obviously, you know, with all the walking around and going from town to town, it's going to get some uh, crime file stuff on him. And he's just going to, you know, do that crime file stuff. And wow, there you go. James Gordon. I thought it was going to be superheroes. Why am I getting James Gordon? I told you there's going to be some curveballs, so we have to use our imagination. Okay, Jim Gordon against the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I I can't control what he does. You know what? It's like putting Thor up against J. Jonah James. Okay, should I do this one for you also, Steve, and take away my boring point and give it to you? Because here's how he does it. He goes and he talks to Bruce Banner. Before Bruce Banner hulks out and says, look, man, there's bad things happening. You got to come with me. We don't want any trouble. We don't want Gotham to get ruined when you Hulk out. Just just come on with me. Puts him in jail, but make sure it's a jail cell that's very comfortable and there's no other bad guys there. So he's not going to Hulk out in the jail cell. Boom. How does he take out Adam Strange? Adam Strange is just a guy with gadgets, right? So he just sneaks up on him, takes him out. 
<laughs> the answer for everything. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. But but with all the Bruce Banner stuff, that's not a boring point. See? Nope. I took it away, Ben. All you right. lost your boring point for this round. And gave it to Steve. What? Um Come All right. On. So who would actually win? I'm pretty sure it's just the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, it's the Hulk. So I get a regular point too. Nice. Did I have the Hulk? No. I think I had the Hulk. <laughs> All right. All right. Have... Are you ready for round seven? Round seven. How many rounds are we doing, by the way? We're An hour's s- worth. Well, hour's I, I don't know if we'll go a whole rounds. hour, but uh, keep, keep bring it on. Bring it on. Oh, okay. Round seven. Round one. Or seven. Yeah, round seven. Here we go. It's Ben with Reed Richards. Okay. It's Steve with Daredevil. And okay. it's me with Red Tornado. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. okay. This is a good one. Yeah. So, who did Steve have again? Daredevil? Daredevil. He had yeah. Daredevil. All right. So, Reed Richards entangles Daredevil and then uses some sort of sciencey gadget to disrupt his um his nervous system and 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 so Daredevil's out because he's just had an overloaded nervous system. I mean, he already has like ultra powerful nerves anyway. And so it actually enhanced what Reed Richards did to him. And then as Red Tornado comes in tornado form and tries to scoop Reed Richards up, Reed Richards is in the tornado and he's spinning all around, but he's allowing himself to stretch out. And then his arms come out of the tornado and he opens up a panel or something and and Red Tornado's back because he's an android. And then he rewires Red Tornado to stop. And Red Tornado becomes his faithful servant. Nice. Very nice. Well, that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Red Tornado lures Daredevil and Reed Richards into a room. And then he simply (laughs) siphons all the air out of the room with a wind tunnel, and they pass out from near suffocation. You know, uh, you you were close to a boring point, (laughs) except just the idea of he just lures them into a room. Yeah. You, you, you gotta, you, if you get a chuckle, that's not a boring point, you know. Any enclosed space, yeah. any enclosed space with a with an air tube, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can't be blocked by either a human being or a human being that can turn into putty. <laughs> All right, Steve, how does Daredevil win this battle? Well, Daredevil has his. Uh, his little, you know, what do you call it there? The his Aquaman sense there. Oh, okay. His so he knows what's coming. Okay, he's not he's not just a just a guy who's blind. That's not his only superpower. Is that insensitive? I didn't. It was yeah, but keep going. So, um, so okay, he he knows what's coming. All right, and he's uh, uh, a a. A ninja trained fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think, and it, it has it has been uh, documented that Reed Richards can break a bone if something is applied in the right way to his his body. Um, he's not he's not everything is not always perfectly flexible and bendable all at the same time. Um, so I'm thinking. Since you know ninja, right? Basically, it's going to be sneaky. Okay, go up against uh, Mr. Fantastic. Um, 
and get get a hit in. He's also going to, you know, be able to to hit some some places that he would know because, you know, another you know, his radar sense there. Mm-hmm. Is it radar or is it sonar? What is it? It's sonar. radar. Radar well, sonar. They call it the radar sense, don't they? Oh. They both work on I don't know. Sound his waves and stuff or something. Yeah. So he he uses that. He he gets a couple of, of good shots in and Reed Richards is is now a little debilitated. So, you know, by then, by the time he can get those good shots in, he can get a good headshot in and knock him out. He's he's gone. So that that's a it's a you know, nothing no biggie there, just a NBD. So uh then he goes up against uh Red Tornado and um Loses? What's What's Red Tornado's powers? Jeez. Well, he's an android. He has super strength. He can fly and he can control wind. So <clears throat> difficulty with the flying thing there. So let's see. Um, he can control wind. Um, so I would say this would have to be sort of like a, a, a slow burn on this one. He would have to really rely on his... Uh, ninja skills to a point where he could possibly i don't know lure him into a room <laughs> <laughs> and then hit him until he's no longer there. if he could get hit, if, if, if red tornado could lure daredevil into a room then daredevil could lure red tornado into a room small enough that uh red tornado's powers are um not going to be used in there and then through the air tube, uh, he would maybe you know throw his his nightstick at him many times nice. until, until he breaks apart. And uh, so there you go. So okay. same room, same air tube. There you go. So uh, so who would win in a real fight? This one isn't so cut and dried for me. It's um, not. I, I think that uh, that Reed Richards or Red Tornado could could do it. I think ultimately Reed would come out on top. Yeah. He'd figure out a way to shut him down or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think any of them would have, you know, at least a 25 to 30% chance of doing it. At least. Obviously yeah. someone's going to come out on top, but yeah. I think it's, it would be super close. I, I think that I'll, this is probably one of the most even matches that we've had. Yes. Yeah. I think we're about to come up against another one, maybe. This would be the most interesting story, I think, yeah. having, having these three go up against each other. So I get the point, yeah. though, for that one, if we're doing the points. You do. And I don't yep. think there are any boring points for this one. Nope. No. I think we're good. Yeah. All right. So uh, now we have Ben. I, this was random. I want you to know. Okay. This was random. This was the grace of God smiling upon our podcast. <laughs> All right. Number one for Ben. In round eight, it's Swamp Thing. Really? <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Okay, all right. And then number two for Steve, it's The Vision. Interesting. And number three for me, it's Wonder Woman. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Swamp Thing would sneak up on them. And, <laughs> no. So I'm going to have to go with Swamp Thing. For him to win, he is the elemental version of the character. And and that's how he would... It would be a brutal battle 
between him and and Wonder Woman and and Vision. I mean, there there's all sorts of powers that are going on, and it would just come down to uh, his control over the green, the plant life of the area that he's able to uh, take down Wonder Woman, and then eventually wear down Vision. But it, it's it, it was hard fought on all on all sides. Mm. Yeah. For mine, okay, even though Wonder Woman's not one of my favorite characters, she does have one of my favorite comic book items of all time, the lasso of truth. So one way I could go is just beat you guys to a pulp, um, which I think would work. In but, what way? <laughs> um, well, Vision can become intangible. Well, that's also true. Hard so, to be <laughs> intangible pulp. Go ahead. What I would do is I would lasso both of you and uh when you're lassoed you have to obey wonder woman so you can't turn intangible you don't have to obey her you just have to tell her the truth well in some iterations you have to obey whatever she says yeah um so i would just lasso you guys and tell you let's just chill i think uh one thing i would add is because i forgot about your lasso so in my my battle by the way the the, one of the cool visual elements that would come out of this is her using her lasso and Swamp Thing controlling vines, and and c- they would be going up against each other like that. Oh, so, nice! Yeah, just, I would also fly my a invisible jet extra into Swamp Thing. Item. Nice. Yeah. So, go ahead, Steve. Steve. Uh, well, you know. Fear burns at the touch of the man thing, so that's not. There's a swamp thing. This is swamp thing. This is swamp thing. Oh, okay. So, um, I think he would just use his intangibility as sort of like the main, uh, the main power here, um, getting in hits and punches and things like that, especially with his energy beam. Um, so, you know, immediately he has he has a. a something right over the swamp thing so he can just go up 500 feet into the air and shoot down he's a robot so he has laser pinpoint accuracy so bam he can take out uh swamp thing even man thing i don't know all the things so he's got that down um with wonder woman i think it's going to be a little bit tougher but i don't think it's going to be much of a big deal uh using his intangibility against the um the lasso and the lasso, however you pronounce it, who knows? Um, I always do it wrong. Always. <laughs> and even Lass- if I'm right, I think I'm wrong. Lassa. Like, I don't even know if I'm right or wrong, but I'm always thinking it's wrong. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever it is that she's got there, uh, intangible against that. And then, you know, being able to, to just take her on physically, I think he would have a little bit of an edge there being a, a robot. Um, and in a pinch, if she is getting the best of him, um, you know, assess the situation and then just fly, uh, either into the ocean or up into space where she can't breathe, fix yourself and then come right back and, you know, and get her that way. So she would be, I think she would be hard pressed to, uh, to get in a, a, any type of a, a, uh, hefty blow, before he could be able to do one of those two things. So all right. basically all three of us 
had the same scenario. They hardly, I mean, it's a, it's a battle. It's a, it's a yeah. rough and tough battle. It's just in each of our different areas, our character would win. Uh, so how would it all go down? Do you think Evan, if you're looking at things and not just taking your character, if it was a real comic book thing? Yeah. Um, I see Wonder Woman and Vision beating Swamp Thing. But I I don't know how Wonder Woman is going to get around Vision's intangibility unless he's vulnerable to magic lightning. Um, because she, in some iterations, like the newest iteration, she's actually D- Zeus's daughter. Um, so if if that messes with Vision's system somehow, then I think she's going to win. But other than that, man, well, he, well, but I don't know how Vision's going to take her down. I'm sure he could f- find a way. So I think I might have to give it to Vision. Who are you going to give it to, Steve? I'd have to go with Vision. I mean, not just to be, you know, I always win. But the thing is, when you have something something that's intangible and give it the ability to win and it's a computer. I mean, he has so many things going for him that, you know, it, it's a, it's obviously, it's a comic book version of a robot in real life robots. You know, there's so many flaws to them that we can, you know, just oppress them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we sorry. Can, we robots can Captain Kirk to them to death. Show. Yeah. <laughs> I, so it, the funny thing is I have two different answers and neither of them are yours. I, uh, I think that if Swamp Thing is the elemental version, the character that was around the longest, where he's basically the god of plants, I think he would win because he's almost a god and able to travel. He's able to travel through time along the green. Like he can actually do the time travel thing because he can just go in time wherever plants might be. And Hmm. but if it's not that version and that version of the character is not my favorite version of the character. Anyway, uh, I think it would be wonder woman. I think wonder woman would be able to take out vision. I think she'd figure something out and yes, he is being intangible. That's great, but he has to become tangible in order to do anything back. Right. He could become intangible into her and then become tangible. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. But she is essentially Superman or a goddess and so when he becomes in, he becomes tangible in like punching her stomach or something like that, then she makes her move, grabs his arm, wraps a little bit of his of the lasso around it. I think she would win. All right. Um, so we'll do you a, guys, we'll... you guys voted for for Vision, so the point goes to Vision. All right. What is this round eight nine? Yeah, that was well, that was round eight. Steve has five points of getting the random character that's most powerful. Yep. And he and I are both tied with three points each of boring points. And Evan is. I have nothing. You have no points. I good have nothing. or bad. I mean, that's not a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I might win this one. Okay. So here we go. Round number nine. Final it's round, been... by the way. Okay. This will be the final round. It's Ben with Johnny Storm. Okay. It's Steve with Luke Cage. And it's me with Quicksilver. So this hmm. might actually could happen. Yeah, it's because all they're all Marvel. Yeah. And I think this actually would be a more one of those 
more interesting battles. Um, I also, well, I'm, I'm going to save that. Okay, so I'll go first. Um, I can put time in a bottle. So I'm just going to run really fast, and you guys are frozen, and I'm just going to punch you in the face. Well, nope, I'm going to punch Johnny in the face. He's down. How am I going to beat Luke Cage? I'm going to pick him up and carry him and put him in the Juggernaut's jail cell. Yes, I had to let Juggernaut out to do that, but I'm not fighting Juggernaut. And we used to be in the Brotherhood together, so it's fine. All right. So, <laughs> so Steve, in a universe where Quicksilver doesn't have the keys to Juggernaut's jail cell, how is Luke Cage... <laughs> I can just steal them! How is Luke Cage going them. to win the oh. battle? Steve, um, you there? Hi, I am. <laughs> um, okay, so I have um, uh, Luke Cage, and hmm, okay, so uh, well, he's uh, he's 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 gonna just keep punching, just keep punching until he hits whatever he needs to hit. And that's about the only way he would be able to defeat these guys. Yeah. I mean, it's a staple in speedster stories where they're running around, you know, just where, okay, one well-placed punch by Batman and flash goes down. Right. You know, I mean, ah. so yeah, Luke Cage over in your universe, he just does that. It might even be an unintentional hit, but yeah. Okay. With uh, Johnny Storm up in the air, um, uh, I you're guess... gonna lure him into a room and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's I, w- I would I would imagine uh, uh, throwing stuff like cars and things and uh, hoping to get one past or to flank him, um, you know, by able to, able to to throw up a decoy or something like that. Um, but that would be a difficult one. Yeah. And for Johnny Storm, this he would get to do one of my favorite things that he does. And I loved it in comics when he did it. And I only saw it like once, maybe twice in comics. I'm not sure how much he actually used this. But he would go Nova. That's, uh-huh. He yep. just, uh, you know, Quicksilver's coming. Johnny knows he's on his way. Boom. And, and, and Quicksilver... And Luke Cage, they are crispy critters, man. They are. Is Luke Cage really a crispy critter? Uh, Yeah. I mean, going Nova literally is to burn with like the heat of the sun. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's it's I mean, it's something that takes its toll on Johnny. And I I can't remember what kind of things they put in place where he couldn't just go around doing this all the time. Uh, But it was a big deal in the comic that I had where he did it. And it was cool. it was really really cool, and he like changes. He goes white hot. Nice. And yeah, yeah. It was it was a really cool moment in in comics for me. Uh, but he would do it here. And honestly, maybe he wouldn't even need to. But in my universe, he can do it, so he's doing it. Nice. <laughs> and I think I don't know if you guys would agree, but I think he would be the one who would who would win. 
if if I wasn't just having him as my character, but if I was looking well, at these, these three, I, I yeah. think he would be the one who would win. If he's doing that, then yeah. So, Unless Luke Cage could punch that Nova thing there. Well, it all depends on whether Quicksilver gets to him first, I think. But if he knows Quicksilver's coming, then yes, he wins. Yeah, although Quicksilver in the comics isn't quite as... At least the one the the comics I've seen isn't quite as so fast. I mean, right the 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 movie where he's like racing the explosion. Yeah, uh, I mean that scene is awesome, but yeah, at the same time, that's strange. that's a power set that I I didn't see him getting that powerful. Maybe he is in in comics that I haven't read, but um, yeah, I, I, I know see he's him not as fast as the Flash. No. Although the Flash, I mean, really is faster than than that Quicksilver in the, in that movie scene, anyway. Right, um, he can go between dimensions and time and all yeah. that stuff. Vibrate his molecules so he can walk through walls. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. Like um, in that form, I think he would win. So Ben, that was round nine. You sure you don't want to make it an even ten? Uh, okay, but we got to make it quick, and okay. only so I can tie with Steve. Because I have four points, he has five, and we're tied with boring points. So if I can get one more point with our randomly generated heroes, then it's a straight-out tie. All right. Give me a second. I got to I gotta and press the randomizer button. If I can't do that, then I'm going to go for boring points and win <laughs> with four boring points over his three. <laughs> so one way or another, I'm walking home with a trophy of some form. Okay, here we go. Um, Brown <laughs> Ten, Ben, your champion here is Pa Kent. What? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Steve, your champion is the question. This is not random. Yes, it this is. is not random. It is random. <laughs> I wow. promise. All right, what's yours? Galactus. Yeah. No, mine mine is okay. Full disclosure, I randomized it once before this, but it was with a character that I had since removed because I didn't think you guys would know who he is. Who was it? It was Damian Wayne. I know who that is. Who would have gotten it? I don't know, I can't remember. I I, I can redo it one more time. If you're not happy with your champion. Yeah, I mean, you've already gone by doing it twice. You unrandomized it. <laughs> okay, right, ben, I will do it a third Lulu. time. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do it a third time. Did you say little Lulu? Baby Huey. <laughs> <laughs> and Evan, you get Imperiax. Dude, that uh, would be right. awesome. That would be awesome. Okay, randomize it for real this time. <laughs> okay, okay. Give me just a second. Technical difficulty. You know what I'd like to do, just as an aside, that would be similar to this, would be uh, sort of like us drafting our own team and would have to go through some sort of like a draft you know, we, phase. We talked about doing that with Dr. Jace where we were actually drafting a sports team with yeah, superheroes. Like yeah. And then we did have, that on my, on my uh, podcast I was on before I came here. We had like a scenario of like, okay, you've got to go into like – rescue these hostages from terrorists who do you pick to be on your team to go in 
that's not the same as a football team. Uh, well, no. I thought you. I thought you were. That's like, what Doctor Jace was talking. No, that's what Doctor Jace was talking about. Like we actually oh. draft a football team. I see. Of superheroes. I thought, I thought you were doing like like a fantasy football team where you pick your people and then you whatever happens in the comics or something. No, no, no this was, is literally a football more... team that Doctor Jace <laughs> okay, wanted was, to do. I was thinking more. You would have you know you would say okay speedsters. Okay, in this round, Ben goes first and Evan goes last. So Ben would have the first choice and Evan would have the last choice. And that would be one person on your team. And then it would be, okay, you know, uh, 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 energy users or whatever, you know, energy weapon type thing. And then it would be like, okay, well, Evan went last last round, so Evan goes first this round or whatever. It would make it fair so, you know, all the rounds uh, work out that everyone gets a first choice, last choice, a middle choice for most of them. And you would have... Uh, you know, specific different types of characters that you're picking in that round. So everyone would would be choosing, you know, okay, uh, uh, you know, uh, world class superheroes. And, okay, Superman. Okay, I pick Hulk. Okay, I pick you know whoever. And then you know, and then at the end, we would all look at the at the um, the teams and say, now which one would have the better team? Not not that they would win in a fight or anything like that, but which one would be the team that you would say this is the the clear cut best team or it maybe it wouldn't be clear cut but there would be some back and forth with it but i think that would be a fun episode yeah yeah should be fun but All for right, now for I, now final round round right. 10 i just randomize it 10 times in a row oh dear okay so it's random as random can be uh-huh and you're just going to have to sit here and take your lumps yep let's hear it <laughs> ben you have Miles Morales. Okay, so Ultimate okay. Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. The second Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. Steve, he's now in the main universe. Anyway, Steve, you have Aunt May. Okay. <laughs> and then I have Hawkeye. Yeah, well, Aunt May would... Uh outlive both of your characters <laughs> and that's that how is, she would win. Uh, you know you could have her as when she was herald of galactus <laughs> the golden oldie <laughs> yep did that happen yeah it was assistant oh editor's God, month it, or was it what if yeah something like that the golden, the golden oldie. oldie. Yeah. I must read this. Okay. I have it. I have it on my shelf. I actually know where I can get to that one. So Wow. Yeah. Steve, I actually I actually you get I like that. Because Aunt May, like she just keeps on she's only died once, right? She's only died once. And so yeah. she's only died once. And so I feel like your first answer, that's legit. She just outlived them. Yep. Yeah. And and it's not a boring point for sure. Nope. 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 Um, and Hawkeye, what I would do is I would shoot Aunt May with a net arrow. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't like where it was going, but you, you redeemed it. Okay. <laughs> yes, a net arrow. Um, and for Miles, okay, for Miles... I would shoot him with some sort of other arrow that is more incapacitating than a net arrow. So maybe like an arrow where you shoot it and the putty comes out and you and you're stuck now. And then a second arrow to the face 
that electrocutes your head. <laughs> yep. Electrocutes. Fair enough. If for right. good measure, I go up and whack you with the bow. All right. Ben, allow me to do yours for you because here's how it's going to go down. It's... You're going to fight us until you run out of all other options and then you're going to use your sting power. And then we're just going to randomly convulse and lose. Oh, I Because was... that's what happens in every single <laughs> Miles Morales comic there ever was. <laughs> well... I'm not even exaggerating. Okay, but in this one... That's not where I was going to go. I was just going to have him use Spider-Man powers because I, I didn't even know about the sting power. So That's what he does. Every single one. Without fail. It's hilarious. So, spoiler to every story that he's in. But, okay. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I think I think I have a legit running for getting the the ultimate winner of this this round. Right? I believe so. I, I think he could take out Hawkeye. Yeah, because all he's got to do is do the sting power. It doesn't matter who you are or Boom. how powerful you are. The sting power will beat you. All right. <laughs> so straight up tie five win points for me in the random character that I received being the winner of the round <laughs> and three boring points tie with me and Steve. And wow. I got no points. Not one. That is interesting. (sighs) All right. You get the middle of the road trophy, Evan. Yay. Participation (laughs) award. Yay. Everyone, everyone gets an award. (sighs) Well, good, good game guys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap this up though, because (laughs) it's getting late and I'm closer to aunt may than I am to miles morales in real life so what spiritual <laughs> connection can we make with this episode oh we've done this kind of thing before where we would talk <laughs> about like fighting's bad or something like that don't it is well i was gonna say like don't overdo it if all you need is a net arrow just use the net <laughs> arrow um and yeah. i would say wait Find out if you're allies before you actually attack them. That's good. How's that? That's that's our spiritual lesson. There <laughs> so, you go. Soon to turn the other cheek. <laughs> Give him your cloak also. Yeah. But don't attack him until you're sure that he's a bad guy. Yeah. Is yeah. That, is that what the Bible says? <laughs> well, no, but I'm extrapolating. So <laughs> I'm yeah this is i don't see any real redeeming value as far as a well no no i'm saying there's no lesson here other than i don't even know so hey if someone wants to write in with a great lesson they could learn from what we just sat through and yeah maybe it's imagination is good and god gave it to us Yes, in fellowship among brothers. Sure. Don't use it poorly. Use it to defeat your foes. And I will just, I I will admit, I have not read every Miles Morales story, but I've read a lot of them. I don't think I've ever read one. So another, another message that we can learn is not to judge when you don't have all the information. Let me put it this way. I have read every single Miles Morales story in the ultimate universe continuity 
And everything I said about that was true. But you like the character, <laughs> don't you? I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they right. just do the same thing every time. It's like Phineas and Ferb. Like you you, you call yourself a fan of the character. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, he's not like one of my favorites, but I oh, enjoy okay. it. I like it. I mean, right. Ultimate Spider, Ultimate Peter Parker is one of my all-time favorite characters. And he's picked up his legacy, and he is carrying over a lot of, or he was anyway, a lot of the... Um, supporting characters from Ultimate Peter Parker. So I enjoy his comic books. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, gentlemen, I think it's time to turn things off, and I think I think it's time to uh, say goodbye. So go ahead. Why don't you say goodbye? Because now it's goodbye. time to goodbye. say goodbye. Good friends, goodbye. Now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well, that's okay, because I'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. All right. Do not know that song. It's from Bear um, in the Big Blue House. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Steve. I think my, Can my you final beat that? Word, my, my, my final word would be in the, in the words of the immortal Eric Hoffer, in his 1973 reflections on the human condition when he said, what monstrosities would walk the streets were some people's faces as unfinished as their minds. And I'm just going to say thank you for listening. <laughs> Steve, that was good. And, You're and, welcome. and Godspeed. Death. He writes, there are chords in the hearts of the most reckless, which cannot be touched without emotion, even with the utterly lost, to whom life and death are equally jests, there are matters of which no jest can be made. That's All great, right. Steve. It's good. I, I, I think it almost... I'm going to have to digest that a little bit to see how it fits the subject. <laughs> digest, but, yeah. digest away. Yeah, I have to pull some of these cords, I think is what, I, what I'm saying. <laughs> Evan, your last word. I'm going to end with a story that is hopefully an encouragement uh, and, and has to do with the topic. Uh, the movie The Prince of Egypt is made by a bunch of secular people mm -hmm. it, by a secular company, DreamWorks Animation. But it's a Bible story. They've taken some liberties with it. Um, but for the most part, it's true to the to the narrative. And uh, or at least the spirit of the narrative and what the, the narrative tells us about. And, uh, you know, regardless of how you feel about the creators or the content, uh, I do know that there was uh, I heard this story. <clears throat> we were in training for to be children's ministers. and We had a, a lady come and and do a special seminar on uh, children with special needs. And her her son has special needs. And. Uh, he was able to understand the gospel through the Prince of Egypt because he would watch it all the time and he loved that movie. And then one day he asked his mom, um, you know, is, is Ramesses going to go to heaven? Because Moses follows God and he's going to go to heaven. Is Ramesses going to go to heaven? And, and his mom had to explain to him, no, Ramesses is not because he did not give his life to God. And so through that movie, this kid who has an, an impaired uh, learning 
was able to understand the gospel of Jesus Christ. So sometimes, and I'm not saying this is across the board, but sometimes regardless of the creator of a work of art, God can use whatever he stinking wants to use. Oh, yeah. To reach people. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that gets into the <laughs> Balaam, Balaam's donkey, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if if exactly. God can use a donkey, <laughs> then God can use, I mean, you say, you say it as uh, if God can use a donkey, you know, God can use Prince of Egypt. I say it as if God can use a donkey, God can use me. <laughs> also yeah. true. Also and, true. and also, I should be listening. <laughs> Because God can use something in my life that I would not expect, like yep. a donkey. Now I don't yeah. I don't come in contact with donkeys, so I, I doubt it would ever be a donkey. But but we do come in contact with movies and comic books and all sorts yeah. of that other stuff. Yeah. So Steve, you did your yes. last word. Evan, you did, did your last word. I've done mine, so I think it's time to say goodbye and thanks for listening. You guys want to say goodbye and thanks for listening? Thanks. For, 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 I messed it up. up. I'm just making noises. Yeah. Thanks for goodbye and listen. And Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandalien.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again, thanks for listening. We can we can Captain Kirk them to death, yeah. <laughs>